100% grade A beefy web development talk without the bull. This is the David Conley Show. Online at bcradionetwork.com. Brothers and sisters of the planet Earth, you're listening to the David Connolly Show, coming at you from dcradionetwork.com. We're talking web development today, and today, as I speak to you, it is January the something, and it's the start of a brand new year. So I thought it would be nice to talk about some things, some very simple things that web developers can do to make this your greatest year ever. Yes, 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 and I put I put tons of thought into this and everything, which is uh, you know I hope hope you guys appreciate that. It's not easy for a guy like me, you know, at this stage of life. In any event, that's the vibe. Let me just say a quick hello to Clayton Allen, who runs the website geekygoon.com. He sent me in a nice supportive message. He's listening to the show somewhere over in sunny America, and thank you very much. Listen, folks, I have no idea who listens to this show. I have no idea how many are there. I don't even have any clue if anyone's listening at all. And you know something? When folks get in touch, when they head to dcradionetwork.com, fill out the contact form, there's a link at the bottom of the pages, you know, and they get in touch and they say, hey man, I was listening to the show, whatever. You know something? It really makes the world a brighter place for me because I think, well, actually, maybe someone's uh, getting something from this and it cheers me up, makes me feel good and my self-esteem needs all the help it can get. So here's the vibe. I'm going to give you a bribe and here's how it goes. If you... Send me a little message. Just let me know that you are alive. I just want to know that you're alive, okay? And let me know where you're from, because I'm kind of interested in this, you know? Um, So get in touch. Just let me know you're alive. Let me know where you're from, and here is the vibe. In return, I shall give you a plug for any website of your choosing, uh, provided it's one that you're involved in, okay? So, maybe you are a web developer, maybe you have a web development agency or something, get in touch, tell me your domain name, and I'll give you a good old, unashamed mention, I'll even tell everyone that you're awesome and everything, here on the show. Maybe you have a consultancy or something, I don't know, maybe you have a website selling balloons, I don't know, but why don't you get in touch, and I'll give you a little mention, I'll be glad to give you a complete mention. So there goes the first one, G-E-E-K-Y-G-O-O-N. Thank you very much. Let's rock and roll. So folks, it's five simple things that web developers can do to make this your best year ever. Okay? Tip number one, give yourself short, manageable checkpoints. Can you handle it? Give yourself short, manageable checkpoints. 
Now check it out folks, since about 2004 I have been committed to the quest for peak productivity. I've tried every technique in the universe, I've read every book that's out there, I've even tried various substances to try to increase productivity, all legal of course. Don't you go all paranoid on me here, suspicious. All legal. But I've tried, you know, various techniques and whatnot. This is the magic one. This is the one that will make the difference. Now let me lay this on the line here and I'll, I'll tell you how this works, okay? You know how when you've got um, a big web development project or lots of projects going on, it's very easy to get overwhelmed and things slow down and depressed and miserable and you end up snowed under with this big miserable to-do list, okay? Well, today I'm actually challenging the to-do list and I'm saying that instead of saying, um, you know, I'm going to do this, 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 you know, big 11-point checklist, take that right down to maybe just two things. That's all, folks, just two things. And if it's only two things, you'll be able to manage this in your head, okay? And, you know, instead of saying, right, I'm going to sit down at nine o'clock, I'm going to work for two hours, take a break, then work for an hour, another hour, take an hour's lunch break and blah, blah, blah. Folks, no, we don't want to do that. It does not work. It does not produce peak productivity. I'll tell you another thing you don't want to do. Don't do uh, this vibe of I'll do half an hour, take a five minute break, do another half hour, five minute break, blah, blah, blah. Folks, I've tested this stuff for years. Even as I speak, I'm looking at a blackboard here in the room with all little marks and what have you because I've been trying these techniques and I used to work like half hour slots and put them on the board and all that. It doesn't work. Things just don't seem to happen. And you know what's worst of all, folks? You end up just depressed because you're working so much and so many hours, man. And before long, you become deflated and you slow down and you are not at your best. But we're going to change that. You see, we want you to be at a peak state, a peak state of alertness, a peak state of enthusiasm, a peak state of energy, and a peak state of focus. So here is the vibe. Listen to the guy who's been doing this for years, right? Listen, here is the vibe. When you're working on a project or projects, give yourself short, simple, manageable checkpoints. Just a couple of things per day, okay? So, for example, uh, today, I, you know, I am still working and you know, still have clients and stuff. So today, I have a system I'm building for a call center and I have a client who has hired me for SEO, right? And I'm going to give them some care and attention today, right? So the call center application, the, the only goal I have for today is there's a, a page where people can look at quotations, right? People just look at quotations. The goal for the day, do the quotations page and try and make it look cool. That's it. 
it's a short goal, it's an easy goal, and I can probably do it with the, you know, radio on, laughing, and everything will be cool. I'll probably have it finished in about um, an hour or so. The SEO client who I'm looking after, the good SEO client, well, for that client, my goal is I'm just going to write an article. That's it. It's probably only going to be about 500 words or something, but that's okay. Maybe tomorrow I can come back and uh, try and build a few links for the guy. But here's the vibe. You see, when you give yourself short, easy, simple, manageable checkpoints, some fantastic things happen. Things which will blow your mind. The first thing is, your energy levels increase. The second thing is, because you're actually getting things done, scoring things off, right? And here's a word you haven't heard for a long time. You're actually leaving room in your life for some recreation. Hello, does anyone remember recreation? I know what you web developers are like, man. Working 15 hours a day and all that. You need to get outside, smell the flowers and all that stuff, you see? I'm telling you, man, everyone's a winner if you do it. So, this is the vibe. And when you, here is the big secret, okay? Can you hear me? Can you hear the drama? This is the big secret. You see, when you make life easy, when you give yourself those small checkpoints, you know what happens? You can start getting things done. And when you get things done, you feel good. And when you feel good, guess what, folks? Good things start to happen. Good things are attracted into your life. Nobody wants to hang about with somebody who's miserable. Nobody wants to do business with somebody who's exhausted. They want to deal with people who are energetic and who are ready, you know, to take on the planet. So the vibe is you set things up so that you can win. Don't be too hard on yourself. Make things easy and enjoy the feelings when you actually start getting things done. It's going to change your life. I'm telling you, try this and in just three weeks you will see a change. And you know something folks, when you start doing this small manageable checkpoints thing, for the first maybe seven or eight days, you're going to be saying, oh hi on, there's not much getting done here. But here's the thing, stick with the program a couple of weeks and you will be amazed because when you add up all those little checkpoints, you know what? You leave behind a body of awesome work. So that is tip number one and what an awesome tip it is. Can somebody please tell me where I can listen to a show like this? Is there anyone else talking about this stuff? I don't know. Anyway, tip number two. It's going to change your life as well. I'm talking to you web developers. Tip number two is, let's have a new philosophy, folks. Well, actually, it's maybe not entirely new for me, but let's renew this philosophy. I know you've heard it before. Tip number two, the customer is king. Let's make this the year when you make the customer king. Now, I know that you're thinking, well, customers are always king. I don't like it. Really? Really? Listen, yesterday, I was working on a, actually, sorry, correction, the day before, 
I was working on a membership website for someone, okay? A membership website. I'm not going to give you domains and all of that stuff, but take my word for it. Now, that membership website used a payment gateway, which I'm not going to name because I'm on a ne- uh, I want to avoid going on a negative vibrational vibe here. But this payment gateway was terrible. The technical support was terrible. The documentation was terrible. It kept breaking. And basically the payment gateway was a complete nightmare. And this client really wanted to use this particular payment gateway. So this held up the project, caused some challenges, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, an email came in just a couple of days ago. And it came in from someone who said, listen, I've just purchased membership for this website and I'm not able to access the site. It's taken my money, but the it doesn't work. And what on earth's going on here? You know, sort me out. So I emailed the guy back uh, pretty much straight away. And I said to the guy, okay, can you tell me uh, the URL? I I don't want to go into this. He had actually purchased a a downloadable file. And I says, can you tell me the URL you were on? You know, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, the guy never got back to me. At least not that day. And then next day, there was an email sent at 2 in the morning, 2 a.m. from the guy. And his vibe was, What on earth is going on here? You guys have taken the money to site. And he said, um, he basically said, uh, you know, I'm going to get in touch with the payment gateway. I'm going to tell them that you're a, not a trustworthy company to deal with. And he was like, how am I supposed to know what a URL is and so on? You know, he didn't know what a URL was, you know. Uh, and he basically uh, went nuts, you know, via email. And um, when I saw this, I thought to myself, like, the moment somebody essentially threatens you like that, you know, the temptation is to basically say, listen, pal, you know, (laughs) hit the bricks, okay? Here's your money back. Go hit the bricks, right? Or something. The temptation is to respond uh, in that kind of manner. Because from my perspective, I'd contacted the guy immediately. I only asked him a simple question. Not my fault if he goes away, you know. But in any event, I decided, no. Because remember, folks, the customer is king. And you know what I said in that email back? This is after a guy sent me a pile of abuse. And yes, folks, it does happen. I don't care how good you are. I don't care how handsome you are or who you know. You will experience unreasonable people. So this guy sent me a very threatening, aggressive email. And you know what I said back in my reply? Sentence number one. The customer is king. Sentence number two. You are the customer. Sentence number three. I'm terribly sorry 
that you had a less than positive experience as a way of apologizing for your inconvenience I'm going to give you a complimentary free membership for two weeks and that was pretty much it I hope everything's okay thank you for your patience send now folks to respond like that in the face of kind of I guess you could say controlled aggression it's not easy it's not easy but you know something folks I fixed the problem I got the site working I said look it's going to take me a few hours just hang tough I fixed the problem and I gave the guy some complimentary membership and you know what he got back to me with a two word email and all it just said was thank you and that meant the world to me such what a fantastic vibe instead of so maybe this is the year when we all decide let's actually really start treating the customer like the king this stuff will make a difference you know and remember all it takes is one person to go out there saying man your stuff sucks and that's you know your whole reputation's gone so tip number two the customer is king everyone says it but nobody actually lives up to that okay tip number three is gonna surprise you folks but tip number three for the greatest year ever learn about social media marketing now I've just lost 80% of the listeners because most of the folk who listen to this show are into coding and PHP and all of that stuff but you see the single biggest mistake that web developers make is they just focus on PHP or PHP and MySQL they just focus on the code and the problem with that is if you only focus on PHP let's say and you don't learn about marketing you don't learn about design you don't learn about website usability or copywriting or SEO or AdWords or any of that other stuff then you have such a massive handicap it is unbelievable you're basically I mean if you're going up against the people who who I know and you're actually a web developer going after contracts against that if your vibe is you only do coding then you're basically like a one-legged guy entering the Olympic 100 meters final you have no chance because here is the news flash the clients who are out there the people who are paying good money for our services they actually don't really want a coder they want a coder who knows about design and usability and SEO and all that stuff all of that other stuff that too many of us have been avoiding now I don't think you can learn all of that stuff I don't think you can become brilliant at all of that stuff but I think it's good to know about it to be able to at least hold conversations about these things and the one area 
that's really red hot just now, and it's not going to go away, is social media marketing, okay? Because the companies I'm talking to, listen folks, I'm the guy who's top of Google for website management, website repairs, website maintenance. I am the guy who is first place in Google when you search for those phrases in the UK. Maybe it's different where you are. Maybe you're listening in the future and everything's changed. But as I speak, this is the vibe, okay? So I'm talking to people constantly who need help. They need help with their websites. And what they really need is help with marketing as well as development. And as I say, the red hot topic, the thing that everyone wants to know about and everyone wants to tune into is social media marketing. Because for right or for wrong, the word on the street is that is that social media marketing is an inexpensive and highly effective way to get traffic, okay? So learn about social media marketing. My advice is don't try and learn Twitter and Facebook and LinkedIn and Pinterest and this and YouTube and that and the next thing. Listen, pick two areas, just two areas and make yourself really strong on those two areas. Get some ebooks. I mean, I don't know much about Facebook. I don't know too much about it, okay? I've tried it and managed a couple of accounts, but I'm not an expert. But I really know about YouTube marketing, um, and I really know about Twitter. I've really looked into those things, and it was easy. So take the time, pick a couple of areas. I recommend social media marketing. Learn about them, become good at them. I have clients who have had millions of hits on single videos, millions of hits just from YouTube, from a little bit of knowledge on how to use YouTube. It's incredible. And if you have that skill, if you know how to say to a client, look, we can do this on YouTube and get it to the top of the rankings and here's how we can film the video and all that stuff, I'm telling you, man, it's going to make you a very dangerous person, but in a good way. So that's tip number three. Tip number four is kind of related to tip number three, I suppose, but from more of a web development perspective, Tip number four, commit to learning. And I'm talking about learning web development stuff. We live in the midst of one of the most interesting times in the history of web development. Change is upon us at a pace which is unbelievable. Unbelievable. There's new technologies coming out constantly. New PHP frameworks new JavaScript libraries and all that. Even the old vibe of uploading via FTP, FileZilla and all that, even that stuff is now being challenged as people find brave new ways of doing web development. So, you know, you've got sites now where you can just uh, do kind of get pushes and whatnot and the site updates. There's all sorts of awesome technologies, you know. Um, a few years ago, 
I remember you could learn JavaScript and do a few tricks on a web page. Then suddenly jQuery appeared and everything just seemed to accelerate, you know? And you look at any of the interviews with the top developers, people like um, Taylor Otwell, people like uh, Phil Sturgeon, and just listen to the stuff those guys are talking about. These guys are really pushing the boundaries. And I think that we really need to commit to learning some cool web development stuff. Um, Personally, you may have noticed actually, I hardly ever talk about technical web development stuff these days. Because quite frankly, and quite honestly, um, (coughs) I was talking in the past about how there is a time for learning and there is a time for earning. Now, for about the last two or three years, I've been been on this kind of time for earning thing, right? And that, that's been fine, and thank you very much. But the challenge is that the skills I have are probably, well, not probably, but they're kind of starting to get a bit long on the tooth, you know? So now... I actually, I've looked at the way things are and I'm saying, do you know what? I actually need to get back involved in learning some stuff. So I've been looking at uh, some new frameworks and all that and hooking up with other developers and just finding out some new stuff. Listen, folks, you only need to spend maybe two or three half-hour evenings per week doing this and it will really make the difference. Anyway, that's tip number four. Let's commit to learning some cool web development technologies. Find out about, you know, things like um, Fort Rabbit. Is that what it's called? I'm not sure. Find out about things like dependency injections and namespaces and interfaces and all of the fancy stuff that the top web developers are speaking about investigate these things, go on a little journey and say, man, what does this actually mean, you know? Um, because you know, it's good stuff to have. I have to tell you, man, like, the the only dependency injections that, I, that you know, I really know about um, are probably a completely different type. <laughs> okay. We have lots of dependency injections going on in Glasgow, you know. (laughs) But anyway, you get the vibe. Tip number five, folks. That was the most unfunny thing I've ever said. Tip number five, anticipate the marketplace. Anticipate the marketplace. Do you hear me, people? Hear the words of DC. This is one of these tips that could really make the difference. So here's the vibe, right? I mentioned PHP frameworks. Now, we now have, I would say, well over a hundred frameworks out there who have basically set up their stall and they're all saying, hey man, we are the latest new awesome thing. Now we've got the majors, you know, the Codeigniter's End, we've got Cake and... Uh, you know, symphony and all of that stuff. But there's tons and tons of kind of less well-known frameworks. Um, And maybe they are up and coming. I don't know. 
frameworks like Lithium, frameworks like Kohana, and so on, okay? Frameworks like Fuel, PHP. Now, I'm not here to talk about something that I don't know about. I'm not qualified to really discuss all of those frameworks in any depth at all. But here's the thing, you know, based on the people who I've been talking to, based on what I'm seeing at the Insider Club Forum, I'm worried that some of you folks are kind of on a crusade. And it's on a crusade to plug in the life support system of a framework which hardly anybody uses. Now that's a that's a noble crusade, that's a good thing to do and very well intentioned. But actually, I think that it, it pains me to say this, but if you're a professional web developer, hobbyists do what you want, right? But if you're a professional web developer, I don't think it's your job to promote someone else's framework. Do you know what I mean? Now, for example, I'll, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you, um, I'll give you a couple of examples here. I don't. It's really important that I don't. I, I don't want to have a go at anyone. I want to be the positive guy, right? Um, but if you take, for example, fuel PHP, okay. Now, I'm not a fuel expert. I've looked at the manual for about one hour. I've played around with it for about 15 minutes and I'm not in any way qualified to judge Fuel PHP, the framework, okay? However, a guy who I really, really trust from the Insider Club, who, quite frankly, is technically better than me, he loves Fuel PHP, well, maybe not loves, but he's using Fuel, he's enjoying it, He's taking the trip and it's awesome. Man, he's tuning into fuel. I think it's fantastic, okay? And he's actually said to a few other people, maybe you should try fuel. And I think it's not a bad idea. The challenge is that for all I know, fuel could be the greatest framework ever. The problem is when you look at the marketplace, look at the job adverts, look at the freelancing websites, look at what people are actually hiring and what technologies are looking for, how much they're paying. Very sadly, there's actually not that many who appear to be looking for people who use that framework. Now, I hope that changes. I think it could change. I actually think there's a lot of hope for that particular framework. And I'm personally looking forward to trying it out and coming back on here and telling you guys how amazing it all is. I look forward to the day, right? And good luck. But you see, folks, if you're trying to make a living or earn a living, trying to pay the rent and all that stuff, you cannot afford the luxury of going on a crusade to plug in the life support system of some framework. Same vibe with CodeIgniter, okay? I've been using CodeIgniter. Now, I love the CodeIgniter framework. 
it's been good to me. And I think Ellis Lab have been great, and thank you, and I'm really grateful and happy. But you see, folks, there are some challenges going on in the Codeigniter community just now. You probably know about some of them. You probably know about Ellis Lab, you know, essentially um, giving up the framework. They announced back in July that they were going to uh, basically pass on the Codeigniter framework. Guess what? So far, nobody appears to have bought, you know? So they have some challenges. Now, I actually hope they sort that out. I would love to see the Codeigniter framework make a full comeback and everything. But you know something, folks? I think that we need to kind of anticipate the marketplace. And if the word hope comes into your plan, if you're saying, well, I hope this takes off, I hope Codeigniter comes back, I hope, I hope, I hope, I'm telling you right now, man, Hope is a very dodgy foundation on which to build a career. Can you handle the vibe? So instead of hoping, my advice is look at what's going on and intelligently anticipate what there's going to be a demand for. Okay? Um, quick, quick story, super quick. You know, I do like to keep a, a lookout um, with the various jobs websites and whatnot and seeing what people are using and what's in demand. And the funny thing is, you know, um, Laravel is a real up-and-coming framework. I'm going to probably talk about Laravel in a bit more detail in one of these future shows, but Laravel has been awesome. Appeared from nowhere. Everybody loves it. You know, the, the code is nice and uh, kind of... I'm, I'm trying to avoid using the word eloquent. But, you know, it's simple. It does things in one line of code that something like Symphony does in six lines of code. And that's no exaggeration. I can talk about that in detail if you want. So... Laravel is awesome and I think it's definitely up and coming and yes, there is a demand. It's awesome, you know, well done. But here's the funny thing. If you look around the UK market at least, UK market at least, i got to say my T's here, you will discover that there are tons of Laravel jobs out there. However, the salary for those jobs ranges from 20,000 to 30,000 per year. That's how much they are paying for Laravel developers, okay, in the UK. Now, of course you're going to find a few freak adverts with some guy who offers 35,000 or something like that, okay? But generally speaking, the salary of a Laravel developer is between 20,000 and 30,000 here in the UK, right? Now, if you compare that with the salary of a Symphony 2 developer, and you can do this very easily, go to the search engine or go to any job site and search for Symphony 2 developer wanted, blankety blank developer wanted, you will find that the standard salary 
for a Symphony 2 developer in the UK isn't 20 to 30, it's 40 to 60. That's how much they're paying. They're paying 40 to 60 for the Symphony 2 people. And there's even a few jobs that I've spotted offering over 80,000 per year for Symphony 2 developers. Okay? Now I'm going to talk a bit more in the in the Insider Club about this kind of thing and how you can um, go after those kind of contracts and so on. I'm going to have a lot to say on this subject, okay? But in the meantime, let me just say this much. Why not go where the money is? I'm not saying give up fuel or Laravel or Codeigniter or anything, okay? But why not? Go after where the big bucks are. Look at the companies who are using Symphony 2. Lots of big companies are embracing Symphony 2, paying fortunes. Same with Zend 2. Uh, there seems to be a lot of cash to be made for Zend 2 developers. There's a lot of money in mobile app development. So, you know, if you look at the app store and so on. Listen folks, all I'm saying is keep an eye on the marketplace. Do you know that Apple just a few weeks ago closed a major deal in China and they basically got the rights to sell the iPhone across China and they've now got access through this particular particular company that they teamed up with, they've now got access to 70 million new potential customers. Can you imagine the kind of implications that this could have for something like the App Store? And of course, the Google Android apps are just going from strength to strength. These are all things that are red hot, all things that the marketplace needs. So when you're thinking about learning something, my advice is anticipate the marketplace. Look what people are actually into and go where the money is, okay? I, I know that sounds a bit crude, but that's the advice because this is not a game, folks. This is the show for professional web developers. I think that's me finished. Listen, man, thank you so much for your time and for listening and all that. Don't forget, let me know that you're alive. I have a theory that there's maybe like three people who listen to this, okay, and uh, two of them are me, just on replay, you know, so I have no clue who listens or anything, cheer me up, come to dcradionetwork.com, fill out the contact form, tell me what you're doing, man, and let me give you a nice good old mention here on the show, I'd be delighted to mention your website, and who knows, maybe something good could happen. Thank you very much, stay cool, and may the force be with us all. Bye!